It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh. Every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet and I now host Locked On Today, the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports all in under 20 minutes. Our new show as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. You will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On to get 20% off your next order. Our long national nightmare is finally over. The Aaron Rodgers drama is done, at least as far as I'm concerned. And there are still some people out there writing stories. Oh my God. Parsing the the inflection of Aaron Rodgers' words on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday. I mean, we are at peak levels of melodrama peak levels of body language doctoring and all of this stuff it is outrageous to me but we have to we have to do it we have to discuss it and one of the reasons why we have to discuss it is because i actually think there is something that i need to explain in all of this that will help understand for for me for you for everyone what is at stake here in terms of what the Packers and Rodgers can do with his contract. First, he goes on Pat McAfee's show on Tuesday, and A.J. Hawk asks him about his reaction to the end of the season. He says this. I don't feel like I said anything that I hadn't said before. Um, you know, I said it the first time I talked to the media. Uh, just it was more a, real, a realization, I think, uh, that my ultimately my future is is not necessarily in in my control and i think that was what just kind of hit me in the moment i was thinking about you know uh, aaron jones and Corey lindsley and um, other guys we have under contract uh, big dog you know guys who i don't know what their future is going to be and then myself included uh now obviously after the season that i had and um you know potentially won an mvp and, you know, we obviously Absolutely. made it another good run. I don't think that there's any reason why I wouldn't be back. But, <laughs> look, I think there's there's not many absolutes, as you guys know, in this business. So to to make an absolute statement about something that is is not an absolute, just I, I didn't do it, you know, and I, I guess that's why I went kind of nuts. 
All right, this is what we said. This is what we thought. This is what I predicted on the show yesterday, what I predicted on Twitter. This is much ado about nothing. He is a philosophical guy and he is there. there's no absolutes. That is his perspective on the world. Ever since Jordan Love, that has been his thing. Okay, I'm just going to live in the moment. I'm, I'm going to appreciate everything. It's why he was having so much fun this year, I think. And he just, he, we've, we've talked about it. He's in such a good place, or at least it seems like from the outside, he's in such a good place. I don't want to be one of the douchebags he was talking about who are trying to speak for him. I'm not, I am, I am never speaking for Aaron Rodgers. I only want to tell you what he did say. Okay. <laughs> Here is something else that he said. And I think it really puts into perspective his frame of mind in that moment. You know, I'm. Um- 15 minutes from crying in the locker room with, you know, some of my teammates, I, I come and sit down and do this interview and they ask me questions. I give real answers like I do on this show. And to me, a reality, not a certainty or an absolute is that my future is not in my hands. Now that's really the case for all of us, I think as players, but you can't, I think naturally there's times where you let your mind go to maybe well, I'm going to be a Packer for life or I'm going to be, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to be like a Tim Duncan or a Jeter or a Kobe and play with one team my entire career. I think naturally you dream about that. I mean, that's kind of like a dream scenario. And I've talked about that for much of my career. I think, you know, when, when they drafted Jordan, it was more just like the reality kicking in going, hey, that's actually never the case. There are no absolutes in this business. Okay. But the other thing here is there was some question. Okay. Does he want a new contract? That was a report from a website that covers football ostensibly. Rogers squashed that. So that's not true. I haven't had any discussions with anyone about a contract. Now, some of the people on the beat have intimated, have suggested Rogers would like to not have 2021 be a lame duck season because 2021 after it is the first time that it becomes workable for the Packers to move on from Aaron Rodgers based on what his contract is. He knows it. You know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. The theory is he would not want that. Of course, he doesn't want that. No one would want that, right? He he has said, I'm not extrapolating here. He has said he wants to retire as a Packer. That's it. He wants to retire as a Packer. He still doesn't think that's going to happen. Again, he has said that. In fact, he was asked earlier this year, do you think your MVP type season has has changed your standing within the organization? He said, no. He still believes his future is uncertain. That is literally the point of this story. Okay, what does that mean? He says this. Look, this is day two. Yesterday was exit meetings. And so I had my meetings with, you know, my quarterback coach and offense coordinator. And you say goodbye to your teammates and stuff, and then you start to clean your locker out. But I'm around this week, so I'm not like I'm not like jetting out of town and, and you know, sayonara, uh, Green Bay. Like there's conversations to be had. I'm going to have them um, with the right people. But it's the same conversation we have every single year. You know, there's nothing. You know, there's no like big. You know, I'm going to come to the table with. You know, I need this and this and this. Like, look, we have honest conversations about about uh, where we're at every single year. And uh, whether that's with Brian, Matt, Mark, I've had these conversations for years. I think it's part of like being a leader, 
uh, on the squad and, and having a pulse of the team and the direction that we're going. And we'll have the same conversation we do every year. Okay. So a couple things here. Whatever conversations he's going to have with Matt LaFleur, with Brian Gutekunst, Mark Murphy, whoever's going to be in those rooms. Rodgers is saying those things happen every year. They're going to be no different in terms of the existence of those conversations. Of course, the substance of them will be slightly different. It's a, it's a new team. We don't know what Rodgers is going to ask for. We don't know what he asked for last time. We don't know what's going on behind those closed doors. And I don't want to speculate. Here's the thing. If he does want to rework that contract, it makes sense for the Packers for this reason. Aaron Rodgers is due $15 million in base salary in 2021, $25 in base salary in 2022, and $25 in base salary in 2023. But if they move on from him after 2021, it is a $17 million cap hit, and they would save... 20 million on the cap if they moved on. What Green Bay could do, and they're still paying off the signing bonus. So when you get a signing bonus, you can spread that money out over the cap. They're still going to have to pay that money on the cap. In 2021, it's 11 and a half million on the cap. They are going to have that on their cap in 2022, whether Rodgers is on the team or not. The money's been paid. You just get to spread it out on the cap. So what Green Bay could do is convert some of the base salary. So you take some of the money from that base salary in 2021. You could convert some of that money to bonus and have that money be spread out over the the remaining years, making it more untenable for the Packers to move on from Aaron Rodgers in 2021 or after the 2021 season because they wouldn't presumably want to eat all that dead cap. That's why it would make sense for Green Bay because they could free up money in a restructured contract. They could free up money in 2021 when we don't know what the salary cap is going to look like But the reports right now are that maybe those numbers will not be as bad as we originally thought. So we we don't have all of the info at that time of recording. It's less important to have to worry about that if the salary cap is going to go up. And we assume that a new rights deal in the next year is going to bump up the cap in 2022 and 2023 so that the cost there is not prohibitive. You know, eating the the dead cap money in 2022 might not be prohibitive. So if you're Aaron Rodgers, you say, I can help you out this year, convert some of this money into salary, we we rework it, and maybe we assure that Rodgers plays in 2022 and maybe 2023. Given the way that he's playing, there's no reason to believe he wouldn't still be a really good player. Of course, the question is, what do you do with Jordan Love? Who cares? Right now, who cares? We can litigate that draft pick another time. Aaron Rodgers is in the building. He's playing at an extremely high level. He says he wants to be there. 
and restructuring his deal could make it easier for you to go compete in 2021 because it could help you re-sign guys you want to re-sign or sign new players or make trades that you might not be able to have otherwise made. That is real value for the team as well. So it could be mutually beneficial for the two sides to get together on something here and figure that out. Before we get to Lily, our episode today is brought to you by TurboTax. You're one of a kind and so are your taxes. That's why TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who are ready to listen to you, learn from your unique tax situation and help you get the best tax outcome. Maybe you're moonlighting as a rideshare driver and have questions about what qualifies as a deduction. Maybe you want an expert to walk you through the process since most of your income last year came from freelance jobs. That's the situation I'm in. Or maybe you'd like to hand the whole tax filing process off to an expert while you perfect your banana bread recipe. Whether you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert do the filing for you, TurboTax Live tax experts are here to help, giving you the confidence to know that your one-of-a-kind taxes are done right. Into it, TurboTax Live. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Echelon. When it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about doing it, Echelon can help you get there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and your Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. Their world-class instructors will help motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, even though you probably can't get to the studio right now. Always available when you need them. Unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone in one membership, lets up to five members all work at the same time time. That's the great thing about this. You're working from home. You don't have to go to the studio. You don't have to go to a class. You don't have to go to the gym. It's all from your own home or apartment. Right now, you can try Echelon Fitness Equipment for 30 days at home. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on. That's echelonfit.com slash locked on. This week's edition of everyone's favorite game, Zao You Doing, will have to begin at the end, the end of everyone's least favorite daily soap opera as the Aaron Rodgers turns. Lily, how you doing? Hey, Peter. Thanks for having me back. Uh, I'm great. How you doing? I'm just glad that we can we can be done with the, the Rodgers stuff for a little while. And and he, he went on Pat McAfee's show and I, I think squashed it. But let's just backtrack. Let's do the thing that we have to do on Sunday. You were there, but not really there. You were at the game and then um, watched his post-game press conference. What was your reaction to the, the comments that he made about his future in that moment? I think, you know, I, I wasn't one of the ones that believed, oh, this was the last time we were going to see him in a Packers uniform. Um, I, I know certainly those his post game press conference, which he talked about at you know on the Pat McAfee show, he was close to crying in the locker room after that loss. Was that it was raw, it was real, it was it was how he felt. Um, but him saying again on the show on the Pat McAfee show is that you know there's no absolutes in anything, um, especially with him um, and his future in Green Bay, which I know he's talked about wanting to finish it in Green Bay, but you know, there was a lot of uncertainty. It was kind of thrown for a loop when they drafted Jordan Love. So it wasn't him saying, I'm not going to be back. 
he's just talking about the uncertainty because he sees what's happening with an Aaron Jones or Corey Lindsley or, you know, Jamal Williams. It's not a certainty that you'll be back with the team, even though obviously, you know, everyone wants me back again. I don't think he's leaving. Um, he said he was just being very real with his, um, post-game comments. It's not something he, he was like, you know, I haven't said this. It's not like I haven't said this before. It just was kind of, I guess, worded a little bit differently when he was talking to the media earlier in the year. Um, did I, do I think it kind of got blown out of proportion? Yeah. I just don't think Rodgers would be like, all right, you know, I just signed this huge contract. I love the team I had this year. Yes. We did not make an NFC or we did not make a Super Bowl appearance for the fourth time in seven years, but I'm out. Like, I just didn't see that that was kind of what he said. It didn't seem like that to me either. Um, I, I think the point that he made on, on Pat's show is really important because he has, at least over the last few years, and and I guess I'd love to get your insight on it, what, if anything, you think has changed, because I have noticed a change in his demeanor over the last, I would say, two years, maybe three even, that he has gotten to this point where he's just like LeBron James in that he's just going to say what he says, he's going to be honest, and he's going to say things we don't normally hear from athletes. We don't normally hear a star quarterback, a soon-to-be three-time MVP, say, yeah, I don't know what my future holds. I don't know, you know, what what, what the deal is going to be. And and who knows? And none of us know. And we know Rodgers is this, you know, sort of um, he, he likes to think about these big picture things. He understands his place in Packers history and he understands that nothing is absolute. And and so it seems like that is all just really in keeping with the guy that we've seen come out here over the last few years. Totally agree. And, you know, it was him being real with it. It wasn't saying I'm leaving because I, I feel like he probably would have worded that a little differently if, if this was indeed his last game as a Green Bay Packer. But it was just him saying that, you know, things are never certain with anything. Um, and yeah, you're right with the demeanor has just been kind of a, a, a just a different change, but like a nice change, because, again, he just talked about this year, this offseason, just getting into a different mentality um, being happier with himself, just a whole different mindset and just being happier on the field. And we saw that. And so I think with that comes just more of a freedom to just kind of say how he's feeling. And while, you know, it might kind of be twisted and telephone a certain way into meeting X, Y, Z, I don't think that's how he wants it to be interpreted. It's just him being real and raw, which again, like you mentioned, is kind of refreshing um, especially from a star player like him. And it is going to stoke drama sometimes. And he said, you know, he said, look, I don't, I don't give a shit. And those are his exact words. He just doesn't care. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's totally true. Maybe it's not. Uh, I think everyone to a certain degree cares about what their perception is. And I, I think Rogers does care. He's a human being. He cares what's being said about him. He he cares about his legacy with this team. Speaking of his team, and and this is going to be his team at least in 2021, there there was a report, one that Rodgers refuted, but there has been some speculation that Rodgers would prefer some sort of certainty in his contract. And and he said, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the normal meetings, talk with Goody, talk with um Coach LaFleur and and you know the the powers that be in Green Bay about about the future. If he does want a restructured deal, something that could potentially lower his cap number this year, but spread out some of that money and assure he's in Green Bay beyond 2021, do you think that is reasonable, number one? And number two, do you think it's something that Green Bay should do? 
I do think so. Um, we obviously know kind of the magnitude of a player like Aaron Rodgers. They don't come by every couple of years. He's a once in a generation player. So like Mark Murphy said, you know, they're not dumb. They're not just going to be like, all right, well, see you later. You know, we're not going to work with you if you want a certain thing. Obviously, if Rodgers is demanding the moon, yeah, obviously it's not going to happen, but I don't think he will. If he wants a lot more certainty in his contract to say, hey, you know, I would like to know where my future is going to be the next couple of years. Is it going to be in Green Bay? You know, I think it would be it would behoove both parties to kind of work together to make sure that that gets done, because like you mentioned, it was just, you know, he thought he was set and then they drafted Jordan Love. And, you know, we'll kind of see how that whole relationship shakes out. But, you know, I, I do believe that if Rodgers does come and approach Goody and, and uh, Mark Murphy and say, I kind of want this to be more just to give me more peace of mind. You know, I can't say them saying no, we won't at least compromise on some form of that. So. Um, I do believe that both parties are willing to get something done if there is anything to be done with this contract. But, um, you know, I do believe that the Packers brass, LaFleur, everyone wants him back. He'll be back. It's just a matter of um, if he indeed wants something done with that contract and if they do do it. So let's get to, I think, the heart of a lot of the questions that are going to be asked about this team moving forward. And I know where I come down on it, and, and I talked about it a little bit after the game. But in terms of making this team a Super Bowl team, how close do you think they are to being that? And and did you think that this team was good enough to be a Super Bowl team? I did. Um, I know we talked about just how much of an improvement this team had from just year one under Matt LaFleur. I just feel like they kind of, it just, the game, the NFC title game just felt very discombobulated. They kind of got away from what made them get to that point, which was running the football, play action. You know, I know the offensive line struggled. And obviously that week six loss to Tampa Bay was not an anomaly because that defense, you know, just had, just had their number. But, you know, they kind of got away from certain things. And we've talked about the questionable kind of calls down the stretch with that field goal and, and yada, yada, yada. They got in their own way. They, you know, made some catch, or they didn't make some catches that they, should have made they left points on the field and that's not how you win especially in a huge game like that with a super bowl berth on the line so you know if they had played the way they're used to be they're used to playing i do believe this is a super bowl contending team whether or not they would beat the chiefs uh, we obviously don't know because that's not happening but um you know i do believe this is a team that had all the pieces to make a super bowl and that's i guess the disappointing part for rogers because he kind of knew this was the team to get him there and once again they fell short but to answer your original question um, I think I just think their special teams has to get a lot better. There just has to be some sort of haul on the defense where they got to get some fast linebackers. They got to get somebody up front. I feel like that can really pressure the quarterback 24-7 because, you know, I know we all talked about, you know, the Smith brothers and their success in their first year with the team. Um, I know there was a drop-off this year, so hopefully they can kind of regain that next year, next season. Um, I just think on the defensive side of the football, they just got to get a lot better for this team to, to kind of make a run at a Super Bowl, hopefully next year or in two years. Isn't it interesting how the last offseason was spent talking about all the playmakers that they needed to add? And look, I, I fell into the the trap, too. And, and I was someone who was saying, look, they don't just need a, a role player. They need a real guy. They need a real legit dude. And that turned out to be wrong. They didn't need that. The offense turned out to be the best in football still. 
It does um, look like Aaron Jones is not going to be back. We don't know about the future of some of these other players. Um, Billy Turner has a contract that that could make him expendable. Rick Wagner, uh, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, who I, I would be shocked if they moved on from. They're going to have to fill in some of these gaps. So if you're if you're looking at an off season checklist from a positional standpoint, where are you starting that list? That's a great question. Um, I think offensively, you know, obviously everyone wants a wide receiver, but I wouldn't say that that's obviously a top priority. If they can grab somebody with some speed, some versatility, obviously that's going to help them. Um, So, of course, yeah, adding another skilled player that's hopefully going to see the field in his first year would be fantastic. Um, Maybe you want to shore up the offensive line, you know, depending on whatever happens with Corey Lindsley, if he's gone or if, like you mentioned, the tackles, both tackles are – are gone or if they stay. Um, but I, I do believe like in the secondary, you just have to get a super fast linebacker. You got to get somebody, got to get a good corner. Um, and then of course your special teams, you know, JK Scott, I know has kind of struggled down the stretch, but uh, you got to get a gunner. I mean, there are just kind of these certain pieces that you need that'll take this team over the edge, which we just haven't seen the last, what, five, six, seven years. So I would just say a couple of those pieces, um, if they can just snag that in the off season or, or draft, somebody for those positions I could start that would be that would be helpful special teams one of those things that is that is difficult uh to build for it is often um very heavily relied on the coaching staff we know defensively that there is plenty of talent on this team but the defense potentially the game planning some of the calls Matt LaFleur said even after the game that he did not agree with them could this be a situation where the key to shoring up the defense and the special teams is just to make some coaching changes here? That would be something to be talked about, huh? I, I mean, I, I don't, I never want to say, oh, you fire somebody because we. All I know, know I hate how, it. I hate it. Yeah, we all we all know how precious having a job is, especially at this time. Um, but you know, if if the organization feels like that's the best move to get them to a Super Bowl, that's just what it's going to have to be. Um, with Petten, is it scheme? Is it personnel? Is it kind of a mix of both? You know, that was kind of the, that was the big question because again, like we all, we talked about that last touchdown in the first half ad nauseum, right? The one over mm-hmm. Kenny. It's, you know, how do you let that happen? Um, so I think those are the tough questions that Matt LaFleur and, and the staff have to answer is that, you know, if we want to make a Super Bowl, there's going to have to be some tough changes and you're right. Maybe it has to be Pettin, and maybe it has to be maybe it has to be Meninga that they move on from. But um, it's always it's always hard saying you have to fire somebody, in my opinion. Yeah, that that play at the end of the first half was the uh, the the dreaded double whammy where the player played it terribly on a call that was already um, let's call it questionable at best, <laughs> yeah. and and so that that makes it really difficult, right? And and we haven't heard anything. Um, from from Matt Lafleur on that front yet, in in terms of the future of those coaches, presumably that's something that he's going to work through this week. Remember last year he took a couple days. I mean, I think almost the full week to decide if if Mike Patton was going to be back. So we may not know for a couple of days here. If you had to make a bet, which you should do at BetOnline.ag, if you had to make a bet. Is Mike Patton the defensive coordinator for the Packers in week one of 2021? Sadly, I'm going to say no. Um, I do believe that, again, I hate saying someone should be out of a job. It's just I feel like they just need some revitalization, maybe just a new scheme. 
they have some talented players there. They really do. It's just kind of getting the most out of those players in a scheme. And I do believe that, you know, hopefully if there or not hopefully, but if there is a change on the defensive side of the football at the coordinator position, that they get it right. Um, I think Mike Pettin's a fantastic coach. It just wasn't, I guess, the right fit. But again, I'm talking like he's getting fired. He hasn't yet. Who knows? He could still be the coach. Um, but I would say at this point, I don't see it happening in 2021. All right. So we've had a, a lot of uh, this has been a kind of a downer, uh, which is not usual for us, but this is the end of a difficult season. So let's end it on a little bit of a positive note. This was, um, I, I think, a, a charmed season in a lot of ways. The Packers uh, really played a lot of memorable football. When you think back on 2020, do you have a play that stands out, a game that stands out, something that someone said? What are you going to remember most from this 2020 season? That's a good one. Honestly, I think it was just being able to have fun watching the offense play football. Mm. Um, ever since I've been here, it's just been a little bit difficult offensively to kind of score 28 plus points, right? This season they did that and just took off with it. Yeah, every game. Um, every game. It just was fun for me to say, okay, you know, th- these are the offenses I've heard about from 2011, 2014. And I didn't get to see that in person. Um, and so finally, you know, years later, it's just exciting to see them operate at such a high level offensively still with Rodgers. So I, I would just say just having fun watching kind of a, a high flying offense again, it was, was one of the highlights for me. I, I love that. I think that's, I think that's right on. I think we are going to remember the 2020 season as the Matt LaFleur offensive jump season. And who knows, maybe they go into the draft and they, and they grab a couple of playmakers and they're even better in 2021. It is it is pretty rare for teams to go 13 and three multiple times in a row. It's only happened a handful of times in the last 20 years. And, and it's, it's even more rare for them to do it three times in a row. In fact, I don't think it's happened in the modern era. Um, but that doesn't mean that Green Bay can't have a really good team next year. And I think they will. Um, right now, the futures odds has them as the second most likely team to be the Super Bowl champion of 2022, the 2021 season. So this team's going to be really good next year. And and I think we have to remember that. Yeah. And, you know, Peter, we only cover winners. So <laughs> we'll just we'll just put that out there. Right. So exactly. The 2021 season. <laughs> Let's also put this out there. Future uh, Packer Kadarius Tony. Yes. Oh, everyone knows I love my Gators. So him being the first one in forever would be just fantastic. Hopefully it goes better than Ja'Kai Polite. Uh, Lily, this this was great. Um, we'll have you back hopefully soon. Um, and I, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and offering your insight all season. We got such a great response from the audience. Um, they loved having you on. I loved having you on. So thank you for your contributions to Lockdown Packers for 2020. It was absolutely our pleasure. Thank you, Peter. And again, uh, really happy to do this with you. I had fun every single week and let's hope we can get Zalia doing back uh, in the future. Hell yeah. Thanks, Lily. Thanks. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. The Super Bowl is coming next week. NBA is a great, really fun thing, frankly, to bet on night in and night out. College basketball is also a heart-in-your-throat thing every night. Texas Tech, West Virginia earlier this week was absolutely bonkers, a barn burner in Morgantown. There's only one place that has you covered, one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit. 
on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use the promo code locked on to get that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. You guys know it. You guys love them almost as much as I do. I don't know if anyone can love them as much as I do and much as my wife does. These things are the real deal. The best tasting protein bar ever. Flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, German chocolate, double chocolate. And the thing that I really think blew me away the first time was not just the taste, was the consistency. These things, I've never had a a health food like them. And my wife picked up a bar the other day and she goes, wait, it's only 130 calories. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. She legitimately could not believe it. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On to get 20% off your next order. That's promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, we're going back tomorrow. Jamal Williams on the program. No crossovers anymore. This is the offseason and a Friday show full of your questions. We will be announcing some of the some of the golf ball giveaway winners on Friday. So make sure you are tuned in for all of that. Follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Check out Locked On today. That would be great. Uh, I, I, I told you yesterday, if you show me a review from Locked On today, you will be entered to win. Uh, we have more golf balls to give away. So come and, and check that out. That would be awesome. Um, and anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked On Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked On Packers.